Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. Welcome back, listeners. On this episode of our mini podcast, I have a guest, Dr. Heidi Alsbach. Heidi is an associate professor of clinical family medicine, medicine and surgery at the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine. Quite a mouthful, but that's awesome. Heidi is also the director of behavioral medicine and the director of behavioral medicine, family medicine, internal medicine, general surgery, and neurology residency and fellowship programs. Wow. So that sounds like you were really successful in one department, and then everybody wanted to work with you. Am I right? Welcome, <laughs> Heidi. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Um, I don't know if that's right, but I'm pretty busy, that's for sure. Awesome. I appreciate you being our guest, and we have a concept that you wanted to share with us today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about cognitive restructuring and why uh, that's something that you think is of value to our audience? Yeah, so I think it's it's incredibly valuable to surgeons as well as to all other young physicians and older physicians and, and everybody in between because it, I really truly believe that it's the secret to happiness. And I, you know, I'm a psychologist and I've got a lot of tricks to my trade, but I've worked in medical education for over 20 years with residents and fellows and faculty and with physicians in general. And what I found is out of all the interventions I've used to try to help decrease stress and to help make surgeons the best they can be, you know, emotionally and just their overall well-being, cognitive restructuring has been the one that, that people endorse as the most powerful. And what it is, it comes from cognitive behavioral therapy, and it's a really simple tool that we all can use to kind of take control over our feelings. A lot of things happen on a daily basis, you know, between traffic and the kids and the husband or the wife or, you know, the nurses in the OR, whatever's going on. And we don't really have a lot of control over all that, but we do have control over what's between our ears. And so cognitive restructuring kind of posits the idea that thoughts create feelings. Feelings in turn affect physical sensations and then those physical sensations kind of affect our, our eventual behavior. So I'm happy to give you a couple of examples of that if you'd like me to. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. And I was going to make a little bit of a joke about, you know, surgeons actually having feelings, but I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> so we'll, we'll leave it at that. Why don't you give us some examples? Yes. So we say there's a bad outcome in the OR or a complication, okay? So that's a very difficult situation. And, and based on, you know, my discussions with a lot of surgeons over the years, it, it does really affect them and cause them to feel a lot of, you know, guilt and regret and, you know, what could I have done differently? What could I have done better? And some surgeons are able to look at that situation or, you know, the complication of the bad outcome and say, okay, you know, this, this really was difficult and it really... But, you know, what can I take from this now so it won't happen again? What can I learn from this? And they're able to cognitively kind of restructure it and feel less distressed and then learn from that and move on. Other folks, you know, dwell and dwell and dwell on it and they start to go down a spiral of depression. So we kind of have these two parts of our mind and one part is sort of centered in 
negativity, negative self-talk as cognitive uh, behavioral therapy uh, describes it. I kind of talk about it as being fear talk. Um, it's part of every human being, but the problem is smart people and surgeons are some of the smartest people I know. Smart people think too much and the more we think, the worse we feel. So this mm-hmm. negative part of us, right, loves taking us to the future and the what if, you know, what if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? When we go to the future, we feel a lot of anxiety. When we go to the past, you know, and this this sort of negative part of us takes us to the past, you know, and we dwell there and think about all the mistakes we made, all the wrong choices, et cetera, we feel depressed, guilty, ashamed, et cetera. And we kind of go down that spiral and start to isolate. And cognitive restructuring is about changing our thoughts to change our feelings. And it sounds really simple. And it is simple, but it's not easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, for anybody who's gone through heartache or heart, you know, heartbreak or anything like that, you know, even though you might know that, okay, it's going to be okay in the moment, it's really hard to just say, oh, okay, I'm going to snap out of it, you know, and we sometimes have to go through a process. It's it's not easy to suddenly change our thoughts. So cognitive restructuring is about getting in touch with the the opposite of that negative self-talk, more rational thinking. I always tell the residents to think about the part of themselves that's very wise, the part of them that has gotten them through difficult times before, the part of them that knows that, you know, they're going to get through this, they're going to learn from it, they're going to move forward. And then I ask them, what would that part tell you right this moment about what just happened? Or what would that part, you know, tell you right now to comfort you about whatever you're going through? And usually the responses I get are, you know, things like, well, that I'm going to learn from this, you know, that everything's going to turn out okay, that this doesn't mean I'm a bad surgeon. It means I had a complication, that these things can happen. And they, they can apply this to any area of their life, not just in the OR, but, you know, in their interpersonal relationships and et cetera. So it's really about taking back our sort of stop giving our power away to people, places, and things to make us happy, mad, sad, glad, and take back that control so that we can then decide how we're going to feel about it rather than giving the control to other things to make us feel a certain way. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. (laughs) That's awesome. Awesome. And so what should our listeners do? So I would recommend if they they like this idea, and it is a very powerful intervention, and your listeners might be saying, oh, well, I do that anyway. Well, it's kind of nice to intentionally do it. And so rather than just sort of doing it once in a while, but really say, okay, from this moment on, any time that I'm feeling angry, sad, scared, depressed, overwhelmed, I know that that's coming from the negative kind of part of myself. And I'm going to stop myself when I'm feeling that way and kind of try to get in touch with that higher self, the wise self, and say, you know, what would that part of me tell me right this second about whatever the situation is, and then even write that down. You know, everything's going to be okay. This is temporary. This too shall pass, whatever it is, and and really intentionally do that, on, you know, as many times as is needed during a day. And before you know it, it gets easier to get in touch with that wise self because this negative self-talk is very loud and it's very critical, and but it can be quieted. So that's what I would recommend listeners to do is to start to really focus on changing their thoughts to change their feelings in an intentional way. I love it. It's 
intentional or deliberate practice and practicing mm-hmm. it daily. So it's a great call to action. Why don't you do me a favor and say it one more very succinctly for the wrap-up? Sure. When you find yourself feeling distressed, focus on stopping yourself, becoming aware of that, and then intentionally choosing to think from that wise part of you that knows that you're going to get through it and that part of you that's gone through difficult times before. Well, thank you so much. There you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Heidi Alsbach. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.